morning, Tyler. Good morning. How are you doing? Um, how's your Thursday going? I hope it's going really well. Um, I know I've been missing in action. And I feel particularly awful that I'm making it a commonplace to be like one week on one week. As, as an individual, it's been a really tough period for me. And I think in a lot of lights, I had um, lost motivation for quite a lot of things. I have, you know, just to find the right content, to find the right... Um, and remember last week, I, you know, I geared up, you know, to prepare for this whole, um, that was rather last week's episode and all I was, you know, gingered everything, my spirit was up, my, my mind was just, you know, so, you know, pumped up and quite a lot of things just went southward for me, uh, very, very difficult period. Um, sadly, I'm not out of it. I'm not out of the situation. But I've realized that, you know, thinking about the challenges, thinking about the um, the whole circumstances doesn't make it better. It robs you off of joy, it robs you off of energy. And yeah, you know, I've shared a lot about it with you. So, you know, it's one thing to talk, it's one thing to live. The things that you speak so i just decided that now irrespective of what i'm going through irrespective of the things that are bothering me at the moment i will continue to be faithful to my promises right and you know trust god for a way out he will definitely make a way out you know sometimes whether if it's because of um people's actions, you know, um, you know, events beyond our control or acts of our ignorance on, and, you know, poor decision making, whatever it is, irrespective of how the issue came to be, God is always faithful. He understands our frailties as human beings. He understands um, that a lot of times we make emotional decisions. Um, though he doesn't want us to, but he knows that, yeah, we make emotional decisions, so, um, yeah, he's fully aware of it, and I know God will pull, pull me out of it, and also pull us out of whatever challenge it will be, so I'm actually doing this episode in the car, um, I, the, <laughs> the comments I got from the diary of a wannabe chef, the story of a wannabe chef, I think... It was so, so hilarious. Um, a lot of you reached out to me and you were like, ah, you can't wait to taste my cooking. Now, let me tell you something. I'm not a bad cook. You understand? This issue of um, being a bad cook or a good cook, it's it's purely relative. It's purely relative. You, what's the standard of good? What's the standard of bad? One of the things I know that I can do, as in, I will cook food for you that you would eat. It may not be called a delicacy, but it would neither be dangerous. Do you understand, right? you won't um you won't die from it you're not going to get any stomach 
or food poisoning, stomach upset, and all of that. Now nah, you're not going to. Uh, um, yeah, I cook. I I'm I'm not very good with soups. Um, I, the only soup I've ever tried making, and I think I've made it multiple times, um, is vegetable soup. I don't. I think that's a very big word, or not really big word, but it's it's not very clear. So. Um, the house I say Aleo, I think the rest of the world says Eforero. But um, that's one I've made, usually with a lot of pepper. You know, pepper is kind of like our way out of <laughs> of managing um, our spices. How we, um, whether if we, you know, measured our spices or not. So, but I'm I'm grateful. And I'm glad that it, irrespective of, you know, the whole, um, you know, the whole, you know, funny parts, you know, the whole comical part of it, that a message is, you know, passed across. And for me, that was the most important thing. Um, I've had funny experiences in life. And um I'm actually, I don't know if I've said this, but I'll say it again if I have. I'm actually recording this episode in my car. I'm about to enter um, work. So, but um, anyway, and I was just thinking and I was like, okay, so what will I talk about today? And I was like, why not, you know, talk about, um, why not talk about embarrassing moments? Yeah. Why not talk about embarrassing moments and how we've overcome them and all embarrassing moments. Um, so the first that I'm going to start with, I think a lot of them are going to be um, guy lady inclined. Um, I think those are like some of my my, my most embarrassing moments and all. Um, so I'll start with this one. So secondary school, I had this crush. Um, I'm not even sure I can remember her name again. You see, that's how crushes are. I'm not sure I could remember her name again. But, um, ah, I'm really trying to remember her name. I could see her face, everything. But, so, you know, all of this, um, you know, these secondary school crushes and also. In my school, Bethel Christian Academy, we were very small. We were never more than 360 um, students, pupils, students in the school. So everybody knew everybody. Like, literally, you won't say that uh, if you mention one person's name, everybody knows the person. So there was never a time that we were more than 360. So there was this lady I liked. I think she was a year my junior or two years. I think a year my junior. And every time like in the dining hall i would um you know just be looking at her when she's walking past i'll just be like oh my god do you understand when i see how smile my shy smile <laughs> Ew, bingo. and i i remember you know, I was just, I'm, I'm this kind of person that I could sit down and fantasize. I, I literally fantasized our wedding, our marriage, how everybody would just be excited, how I have children, have fun, smiling. But she was a cool lady, you know. 
Anyway, so um, usually every Fridays we have what we call general cleaning and we're meant to kind of like, um, they, they share different duties to the students. So some will clean the corridors, some will clean the classes, some will cut grass, depending on how it was structured and all. Right, so um, I had done my work and in the middle, so it's it's basically around the the school block and um, our school, the school block was kind of like a, a semicircle. Um, and then in the middle of the school, there was like a courtyard with um, like a little, let's just call it a roundabout. <laughs> and so I was, um, I was, I picked up a piece of paper, rolled it up, and I was, you know, just kicking it like a football, you know, doing juggling stuff and all. And I don't, back then when I used to play football, I was strictly a right-footed player. Now something just told me like, hey, Bingalette, try using our left leg to kick this thing and um immediately i kicked the ball or kicked the piece of paper and i missed and i spun around in the air and i fell down like on my back flat And guess who was standing and looking at me? <laughs> My crush. She looked at me. The shame. The more shame that came upon me. It was like, oh my God. Oh my God. She just looked, she just smiled. And then she just passed with her friend. And you know, that's how the crush died though. In Russia again, shame took away. <laughs> shame took away the crush. Um, shame took away the crush for me. I, I felt embarrassed all my life, and um, I think there was this other lady I once liked, and I've like I'd never toasted a lady before. I didn't know how they used to do it. Um, in fact, my very very first crush in school was. Yeah, my classmate and all. Yeah, she's married. So I think I I won't have to be scared in saying this. Um, Her name is Bumi. Bumi was my very first crush. I was like, oh my God. Um, So I I didn't know how to, to talk to people. I'm very sure I had like a serious complex issue while growing up. Um, I never thought I was, you know, fine or goodly to look upon and all of that. I never thought that. So I, um, like I said, you know, every morning we still have duties, you have attachments and all. So um, I think they switched my duties with Bumi and then, so, and I was meant to sweep one of the senior classes. so I've never been able to reach Bumi, just for one day. Bumi said, eh, Binga, I mean, sorry, Binga, she said, I was like, yes. I was like, finally, my crush. I really thought that maybe she was going to like, come and talk to me and tell me that, okay, you're a fine guy. I like you too. You know, all the funny, um, funny thoughts, fantasies in my head. She now said that, um, sorry, please don't want to sing the senior class.
And she, she was calling me for punishment because I didn't do the work. I went and did the work somewhere else. And so my first encounter with my crush, Bumi, was her ushering me to be punished. Alas, the crush died. Um, yeah. And then another instance in school, I went to... Um, I went to... Okay, so I, I wanted to uh, try out on the whole fashion thing. So we had our variety nights and it was time for like the fashion show. And, and one of the cool things about my school is that, um, well, back then, it was part of the things that they, that they did really. Um, They'll just give you the material from school, I mean, the, the material for our house wear, compound wear. And you were allowed to sew any style that you wanted, any style that you wanted. So um, I remember there was this particular style that I had that people really did like and they were like, okay, I should come and, you know, model it. Um, then, so I was attached to um, one lady, her name is Nese, very fine lady, she too. <laughs> long time you know finally the us do it like that listen i'm beautiful but um so we were meant to you know like practice together so we're practicing doing stuff together it was all pretty cool um then one guy came up and you know started you know talking you know giving the whole um props and all for the runway and as i was walking with nisi he was like um here comes the beautiful Nisi, now this was like a public. Here comes the beautiful Nisi with the not so fine binga. Hell! My God. My God. My God. I, 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 I couldn't just imagine. I walked with so much. I really didn't want to do. Um, I really didn't want to do the whole stuff again, really. But um, I went and I spoke to one of my teachers, Miss um, Joy Minor. She's now lecturing um, ABU. And I told her, like, I don't want to do She was like, nope, you're going to do it. And I don't care, we're already prepared. And it was going to be like the next day, but I really felt awful. In my mind, I was like, yeah, I know I'm not fine now, but I don't have to kind of like announce it and make it so obvious. Now people would start looking at me, they'll be deliberate to check and all. Um, and I think that that particularly affected me in a major way because from then I really hated pictures, anything that would um, make me take a picture of myself and and all. I really just didn't like it because it just brought back all of those memories. Um, it was it was a very very horrible, very very horrible period. Very horrible period so yeah so they said that but you know eventually I still did the whole um still climbed the runway that day and um Momsi bought me this fubu shoe it was sky blue with dark shades of blue it was really really cool and so I wore it um I carried my white shirt then there's this trend there's this blue 
I used to make like white clothes, China white used to look make really cool. So I I I blued my shirt. Um I blued my shirt and then I kind of like left the buttons open. I'd had my hair cut. Bruno came out looking pang. And as I just stepped on the runway, I was just confident, you know, just taking my steps. As I just came out, people were just screaming, Woo! Omo Binka fine boy tunes. <laughs> and like Miss Jeremiah just saw this. She was like, oh my god, the shoes. You know, they were just healing me. Um yeah, and I'm sure because yeah, Nisi too was there and all, but they're just healing me, you know, just talking and everybody after the whole stuff, they were like, Oh my god, Nga, your shoes, I love your design, you're looking so cool. Did you see your white shirt? It was so blue. And it was, you know, the irony, your white shirt was so blue, but <laughs> you know, um it was a nice feeling. It was a really, really nice um feeling. Um, what other embarrassing moments have I had? Um Usually when I, I do this, I usually try to write them down, but I'm just being all spontaneous here. Um, what other embarrassing moments have I had? Um, yes, so I was part of the choir, you know, from um, from as long as I can remember, I was part of the choir. Now, um, I had, you know, become an instrumentalist musician, playing the keyboard, doing a whole lot of things, and um, I had joined the bad gang, the stubborn people. No. So, <laughs> um, one of the times, I actually wanted to, you know, sing, and they said, okay, being I come, let's sing. And, you know, being a senior student, I, um, we, one of the things that we did is that the senior students who have had, you know, the experience of leading songs would be attached to the younger ones. So that's how I was also taught. Um, when I got into BCA then, um, we had great people um, that were part of our choir. Ruby, um, Rubian Gyang, she's now a great musician, awesome musician here in Nigeria. And then another lady, um, Christine Ben Ame, she's now in the UK. Um, and also um, Jennifer Tokula now. She was then Jennifer Ucho, um, married to Reverend Arme Tokula. They are together in Boko. Um, so, but I, I noticed that that's how they train people, you know, kind of like attach the, the younger ones to go on. So we kept it as a tradition and all. So it was my turn. And we rehearsed the song. It was beautiful. And I think the mistake we made was that we gave the new person to start up the song. And I was meant to... <laughs> I was meant to um, do, you know, sing the next verse after her. And so we started the intro. Omo Antijo sang on another key. Auntie sang on another key. I was thinking, I was looking you know trying to figure out how to find the key the whole key just messed up i went back um okay so when we couldn't find the key um our instrumentally just went to her own key which was too high for me which was too high for the other guy that he sang low which was awkward for the other lady that she couldn't do then the choir now forgot their parts and instantly 
after the administration, I caught malaria instantly. I caught malaria, and I actually that was the last time I actually sang with the choir. I was so upset. <laughs> I was so upset. It was a very wrong move by me, but I was so 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 upset. Um, and then um, it was it was really 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 bad. Oh, no, it was a very embarrassing situation, right? Now, um, finally, um, please don't don't mind what this one is saying. All right, so um, I'd always wanted to be a bad boy. Do you understand? I'd always wanted to be a bad boy. I found out that the ladies liked the bad boys. Um, they gained so much attention. There was so much. Um, so there's this very awkward thing that's happening. Two people having a conversation right they were close to each other they didn't finish their conversation they now went to a distance and started shouting at each other like it's all. so back to the whole story i've always wanted to be a bad boy i always i had always wanted to be a bad boy you know being that click and i didn't know that it it was almost like an intrinsic thing in the sense like you you don't just choose to be bad it's So in my JS1, I went to, I joined this kick of people. Um, they were like the top guys in the class, you know, the big boys, um, as we would call them now, the alpha males. And we, um, our, our, our girls, they came up with this very funny click, very funny click. And it's called Spicy Seven. I think I can remember the members, but I won't call them. They know themselves. Spicy Seven. I, I know I came into a discussion with the guys about Spicy 7, blah, 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 all of that. And I, I couldn't... Um, I, sorry, I, I didn't even know we were about to take out an operation on them. They were angry with Spicy 7. I didn't know why, but they were going to do something to hurt the ladies. And... Um, said let me join <laughs> so in my school we're not allowed to keep contraband items so contraband items are like snacks and all of these things whenever we bought snacks there was like a defined uh, portion of snacks that were meant to bring and they shared it all together i mean shared it to everybody at the same time um so um i we, um, we just had a visiting day and so we found out that they kept a lot of snacks in their lockers. So I went for the operation. We broke into Spicy Seven's lockers and we took their snacks and all. And we ate. And they found out. They didn't find out the people and they were like, um, the people that did this, this Spicy Seven is no longer working, blah, blah, blah. They were really upset. And I started feeling bad. And I, and I, if I can remember, a few weeks later, I just went and confessed that I was among the people. I didn't mention the guys, but I was just among the people. Like, I didn't know how to be bad. Like, I did it with so much guilt in me. I went to confess and be like, okay, I'm the one that did it. Um, I don't know if that's qualified for an embarrassing situation. But then, you know, it's just terrible. I remember... Um, ah, there are just so many things. Um, 
there's just so many things that I could consider embarrassing. Probably next week I'll talk about the most embarrassing one that I've ever had. But the reason why I'm sharing all of this is that, you know, events in our lives have a way of defining us. Have a way of defining us, really. There are certain things that must have happened that would either spur you or motivate you to do certain things or... Um, in retrospect it could cause you to become timid and never open to certain possibilities certain truths and all now with all of the embarrassing situations that i had the runway situation where people didn't really like me they, they you know op- openly said i wasn't attractive um I had with the lady that I was crushing on, you know, falling to the ground. Um, sadly, events like this have a way of being strongholds in our minds. Have a great way of being strongholds in our mind, and we have to get to the point where um, we don't allow those events define us. Whether they are good or whether they are bad, they don't define us. Do you get? Um, and when I say the good part is that it keeps us humble. Do you understand that? Yes, um, people may celebrate me and praise me for some certain things. Yes, I am good at what I do, right? But then um, it doesn't mean I'm the best at what I do. You get It just keeps our heads level because a lot of pride has come from certain events, you know, um, and you know funnily the guy that told me I wasn't fine he himself wasn't a fine guy do you understand so I think it was a very mutual a mutual flow he wasn't fine but because he was a bad boy and he came from a wealthy background you know that's just the way that it projects on them and um, it, at least he built his own confidence but last last Baba wasn't a fine guy you get but what I'm saying is we have to get to the point where these events do not define us. They do not define us. It doesn't stop you from trying to do those things that once embarrassed you. You might have failed. You might have messed up. You might have gotten certain things wrong. But then it doesn't mean you should um, give up on yourself, right? Um, you don't carry those things and then make them your own stronghold. You know, where they wreck your mind and then you can't even think again. You can't even make progress or... Um, you are afraid to try those things again. So imagine if, um, because of all of those embarrassing situations, I never, you know, um, you know, tried to 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 do certain things. You get. Imagine if I walked out of trying to walk on the runway that day, I would have never really understood what it means for people to really celebrate you. I would have never really known that no Binga, you do have a certain level of style if you do certain things well i would have never known my potential if um i never after singing with the lady and i said i was never going to sing again then imagine the amount of songs i would have stopped um writing the amount of people that would have been blessed i mean the amount of people that have been blessed with my songs and the fact that now they will never be able to hear it because i said i was not going to sing again do you understand um, and then imagine the lady that I would eventually love. Imagine, I know she's somewhere, but imagine if I said that I'm not going to try my luck out. 
Let me dance my my own block shot this game. <laughs> if I like, let me know if I can have it. But then there is something in me that she deserves. And I could probably rob her off of it. There is a beauty from her that I'm going to receive that I would never get um, if I don't reach out to her. Do you understand all of those kind of things? So um, don't allow embarrassing um, situations. Right? Don't allow embarrassing situations get um, get to you that you are not able to um, move on in life. Don't allow that, Tyler. Don't allow that, Tyler. Um, pick up the pieces where you messed up, where you got it all wrong. Pick up the pieces, make amends, and move on. It is very, 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 very important, right? Pick up the pieces, make amends, and then move on. Right? Move on. We strategize, be better. Everybody has had an embarrassing time. You get, um, we all have our struggles, um, so it's not peculiar to you, right? So, but whatever it is, Tyler, right? Whatever it is, Tyler, that might have been a past occurrence, a past experience that has kept you um, locked up in a certain position, this is the time for you to wake up and be like, nah, I'm going to live above this, right? I'm not going to allow these things define me, right? so i hope you had fun with this podcast i hope um you're able to laugh at some instances and you know pick up the lessons and all i'll try and put up some captions for you guys again but it was so nice reaching out to you and you know i'm just asking you please remember me in your prayers um god to just help me through whatever it is but I'm here to give my best at all times. I'm here to give my best at all times, right? So this is me saying that I love you and I am rooting for you big time, right? Yes, and please do share this podcast with people, you know, with others. I'm sure it would be a major, major blessing, right? So thank you, Tyler. Do take care. Bye.